Hi, and welcome to another edition of The Tongue with Dr. Mike. Thank you for joining us again. Thank you to the new people that are, are joining us, and of course the people returning. Um, I'm getting a lot of good feedback from, uh, from people, and we're just going to keep plugging along. We're going to take a little bit of a different approach today. We're going to jump off of the timeline for one session, but we'll jump right back onto it. And in the meantime, I'm going to give you some homework uh, so you can take a look at uh, some things we're going to talk about in the future. Okay, so remember to uh, join us at thetonguespeakslife.com. The website is up and working and functioning. Our podcasts are on there. The latest ones automatically upload to there. You can, of course, listen to this on any platform that you want. Uh, also on the website, you will find uh, Cure International. Uh, there's a link there for you to read about them. You can donate right to them uh, right from the website. It's a great organization. I encourage you to, to research it, do your homework on it, take a lot uh, of time to look at it. These people are restoring the broken. Uh, they take action in responding to the physical and the spiritual needs uh, of those without a voice and without resources, and they're doing it globally, and uh, it's a great organization. Please check that out. Um, TheTongueSpeaksLife.com, right? So why the tongue? We've been over this a hundred times. The power of life and death is in the tongue, right? Um, if you look at where we are on our timeline, um, we've gone... Well, we've talked about the tongue a little bit, but let, let me back up a little bit. Let's start with this verse of the month, okay? So um, the verse of the month that I... Now we're getting into March. So I want to focus on uh, Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4 says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind to set free those who are downtrodden to proclaim the favorable year of the lord very powerful verse uh, we're going to talk about a couple things today freedom is one of them uh, healing is another uh, write this verse down also first peter chapter 2 verses 13 through 17 and romans chapter 6 verse 22 i encourage you to look at those uh, not now, of course, in a little bit, right? So let's jump right into uh, into the Bible again. We're still in the Old Testament. We're going to stay there for a little bit. We've done Esther, the 17th book of the Old Chapter. We've gone into Job, 18th book. We're going to the next book now, which is uh, the 19th book is called Psalms, right? With a P. Psalms is one of the greatest books and for those of you that are unfamiliar with turning into your Bible or, or where to start to begin to read and, and to uh, start your journey, Psalms and Proverbs are the two of the greatest books to begin. Um, Psalms is like a, a poetry book. It's 150 prayers and hymns that were used by the Hebrew people as part of their public and private worship. Uh, it's rich in beauty and wisdom. Uh, they they continue to be an important part of Jewish and Christian worship today. Um, Psalms expresses a wide range of intense emotions from joy to fear, from trust to anger, and, and from hope to despair. 
Uh, so if you've never picked up a Bible before, open the Bible, flip through it till you till you find Psalms and Proverbs, and, and you can begin your journey there. Uh, believe me, you will not be disappointed. That's for sure. So as we uh, continue on here, and, and we look at what's going on currently in the world, uh, and we see what's um, how that plays out to what we're talking about, where we look to draw our lesson from moving moving further uh, what's going on now it's very important as we go into the future topics uh, you're going to hear terms like mog and magog uh, gog and magog and, and you're going to find out what role russia plays in the future here um, and what that has to what that means with israel uh, and we're going to get into that in the future uh, very shortly but pay attention to what's going on over there uh, it, it's very interesting, and we're going to probably draw some parallels at the next session, uh, and, and maybe we'll look at the timeline and, and break off a little bit and, and do some more discussion. And when I sit with JB again, uh, we have a lot of great topics coming up, so hang in there with us, right? So as we continue on, uh, and you look at what's going on, we're reminding, we, we remind ourselves that, you know, the freedom that we have in our country here, right? So we have the right to do as we please. We travel where we want to, when we want to. Uh, we, we can enjoy each day in any manner that we choose. You know, it also, it allows us to worship and believe anything we want to here. There's no punishment yet for choosing to believe or not to believe, right? So let's, let's not take that for granted. Uh, our freedoms, uh, you know, that we enjoy here came at a price, at the same time, let us not forget the other nations and the people who are suffering simply because of what they choose to believe. Realize that there are people suffering at this moment just for gathering to talk about God or to try to read the Bible. Uh, you know, we are truly blessed in this country. So, you know, keep that in perspective. Try not to forget that. Now, let's look at 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. Verse 7, sorry, casting the whole of your care on him, for he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. This section on healing is dedicated to every person who hears this message and feels they simply have no more strength, right? Life has been extremely difficult for you during the last few months, the last few years, and you're starting to ask why, what's going on? It's important to understand that God has everything in control, and even if it feels like you are abandoned or forgotten, it is just simply not the case, right? At times, it does not make any sense to you uh, why we're made to go through these hard times, but the answer itself is known. The reason is known. It will be revealed to you at the proper time. I know that doesn't give you the comfort you need, but here is where your faith is tested the most. Here is the time when you put into practice what you claim to believe. It is in these moments when severe sadness and despair close in on you and the enemy tries to steal your hope and hide the truth from you. Do you think you are less likely to be attacked when tragedy and sorrowful times have taken over your daily lives? You are more vulnerable to attack at your weakest point, and your strength and shield needs to be God. Remember the promise. Remember that this world will pass away, but the word of the Lord remains forever. This promise keeps you, it protects you, it heals you, it strengthens you, and gives hopes to others through you. Isaiah chapter 40, But those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. 
They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Psalm chapter 46. God is our refuge in time of trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Fear, excuse me. Uh, Psalm 55. Cast your burden on the Lord, for he will sustain you. He will never allow the righteous to be moved. Realize that you belong to God and, and that your father will never forget you. Run to him. Cling to his side. Bury your face in his hands. The rebuilding of strength and character are being done as I speak these words to you. Jesus said himself in John chapter 13, You do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. Continue your walk of faith. Trust the light at the end of the tunnel because the light outshines the sun and has conquered it all. We've talked about that a little bit before. My favorite verse, you know, take heart, I have overcome the world. Uh, it's all relevant here, you know. Uh, and at this point, I would usually and normally jump right back into our timeline and, and go over what, we, what we've talked about, right? You know, the birthing pains, the signs to watch for, false prophets, Jews returning to Israel, all that stuff, right? Um, I'm going to take a step back and I'm going to explain to you a little bit uh, about how the newsletter came about because some people have been asking. Um, so this section I, I do in loving memory uh, of Daniel Campworth. Uh, it's with a heavy heart that I speak about it. Uh, back in June 2012, the Lord called home one of his children. Right, He was born in Chicago in 1953 and he was laid to rest on June 19, 2012. Uh, after a, a very difficult battle with cancer. Um, although his battle uh, was very long and difficult, he never gave up hope. He fought all the way, right? I, I didn't get to see him very much during the last two years. Uh, however, the last time I shared his birthday, he was full of happiness and, and jokes, with which uh, you know brought a sense of courage for everyone. I will always be truly inspired by my uncle. He transformed his life from darkness to light, a few years earlier, I remember writing emails to him to share God's love and message with him as the years went by, right? Uh, they may have been just forwards uh, or copied messages that, that I sent him, but I'll never forget him telling me that, you know, it meant a lot to him. Uh, while he continued on his journey to God, I, I watched the transformation in him and was amazed at how much enthusiasm he had for Jesus. The excitement in him was contagious. Uh, he continued to grow in faith and told me he couldn't wait to be baptized, uh, you know, to follow in Christ's steps. Uh, I, I couldn't make it out there to Chicago to be with him when he was baptized, but I, I still have pictures of him coming out of the water and celebrating, and he's so happy. It, it was because of my Uncle Dan that I got the opportunity to see uh, that Christian actor, Jim Caviezel. If you don't know who that is, Jim Caviezel is the actor who played Christ in Mel Gibson's movie, uh, the Passion of the Christ. If you haven't seen The Passion of the Christ, you need to watch that immediately. Um, Jim Caviezel was speaking at my Uncle Dan's church in, in Chicago. Uh, he made sure to tell me you know, that he was going to be there, and he encouraged me to come and, and hear him speak. Um, that is one of the greatest memories of my Uncle Dan, uh, as he used this man speaking to bring our family together to hear the word. Right? I'll never forget my Uncle Dan for many reasons, but the main reason I'll never forget him is because we share the same faith in Christ, right? So I know without a doubt that I never have to say goodbye. I will see him again either when God calls me home or when God comes back. 
Either way, it's only a matter of time until I see him again. Were you lucky enough to know that man, Dan Campworth? Then be lucky enough to know this man, Jesus. For Uncle Dan loved him. And if you get to know him, then one day I will introduce you to my Uncle Dan as well. Words cannot express the memories, the feelings, the loving attitude I have towards my hero. And I know that this will do no justice to his great memory. But I want everyone to know that this world is a little gloomier now that he's left us. It's only sad for a moment, though, because he will be reunited. Uh, I'll be reunited with him in paradise, right? We all will. Thank the Father God for allowing us as much time that we had with Uncle Dan here on earth that, that we were given. He changed my life. He encouraged it. And that is the reason why so many people got to read my newsletter. My newsletter. Um, I promised to continue that newsletter. And now, now we're doing a pod about it. I started it for him. I'll, I'll reach as many as I can before we meet again. Right now, this this podcast and the newsletter back then it began as a three-page letter that was written freehand for my uncle Dan. It was just for encouragement. It was for inspiration. You know, uh, when his diagnosis was given, I began writing him once a week to let him know that even though you know we were hundreds of miles away, his family out here were his biggest supporters, were his biggest fan club. You know, on behalf of my inf- entire family here in the East. Our unending love and support is, is was sent there. It's always there for whoever needs it. I pray that you know whoever hears this realizes that God's plan for Uncle Dan has been fulfilled. He reached the people he was meant to reach. He reached and he touched the people he was meant to touch. I'll never forget him. I will see him again. Um, I just wanted to take that time to let everyone know that this um, the newsletter, which, like I said, will be on the website for you to see and to download or you can send me a letter uh, an email quickly and and ask for a copy of uh, any particular subject that you want or or any uh, topic that we talk about Uh, that's that's simple stuff you know Um, so John chapter 14 right let not your heart be troubled comfort one another first Thessalonians And now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Right? So um, I'm going to make this one uh, a little bit shorter, and we're going to jump right into prayer. I know there's a lot of sickness out there. There's a lot of my good friends that are going through uh, difficult times, uh, physical, physical setbacks, emotional setbacks, financial setbacks. You know, so we're gonna we're gonna pray, you know, to break those chains. Um, a special shout out to BJ. Uh, pray for a quick recovery for him, right? So, Father God, thank you for all your loving mercy and care. Thank you that your name is above all names, above all sickness, above all powers in the universe. At your command, everything must obey. Father, I pray for the brokenhearted, the tired, the lonely. I know you already know their hearts and minds, but I ask for peace and understanding in hard times. I ask for renewal of strength and power. Your word says that you will be their shelter in times of need and a refuge in times of trouble. The time and the troubles are great, so I pray for power and authority over every stronghold in your children's lives. And we will give you glory for our victories, your never-ending love and continued healing. We remember that pain is at night, but joy comes in the morning. In Christ's name, amen. Promises from God, right? I will bless thee. Your reward shall be great. He is our peace. He is our shield. 
He will help us lean upon the Lord, right? Remember, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your, with your mouth that you confess and are saved. It only takes a second. Realize that time is running out, right? The chessboard is moving. We don't know anything about what's going to happen in the future. You are not promised one more second on this earth, right? Remember that Christ stands at the door and knocks. Once you accept Christ, um, you know, your, hand, your name is written on God's hand. Uh, you speak the word. Believe that you can do all things through Christ. The God of love and peace will be with you, right? So uh, I know this is a little uh, off our topic, but we'll jump back into our topic uh, next time. And uh, for my family that's out out west, you know, we will never forget that great man, my Uncle Dan. And this whole thing started a long time ago because of him. So God's still using him and his life to reach others. Thank you for your time. I'm going to welcome JB in now, and we're going to take it on to another topic. Welcoming JB into the studio with me to talk about some important things going on. Welcome, JB. Thank you very much. Glad to be here as always. Yo, good to have you back. Dude. Thank you. This is going pretty good. Yeah, I uh, think so too. Yeah, me too. So we're going to keep talking about uh, important things that are going on. Uh, some things that people don't like to talk about. Some things that people do like to talk about. But there's really no rhyme or reason to the uh, avenue we're going to go or, or the restriction to where we're going to go. What do you think? I think yes. Let's just let just let it all out. Let's let it all out. Let's talk okay. about the stuff that people are afraid to talk about. All right. Well, I'm going to read you a, a statement, and I want to get your your take on it. Okay. So uh, this is how the statement goes. But mark this: there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of good, treacherous, treacherous, sorry, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. What do you think of that? Sounds like a, a headline out of the news. Out of the news right now, right? Present, present day? Did you just describe present day? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, a lot of the things going on there, I mean, I could do a, a separate show with you on disobedient to parents, lovers of money, boastful, proud. I mean, the, the list right there is everything. This is a day-to-day <laughs> thing going on right now. Yeah, it's, it's really disgusting. You know, especially the um, <clears throat> the disobedience to parents, and, and you see it all the time, and it's just really, really disgusting. It wasn't like that when I was growing up, at least in my household. You know, we we held our parents in, in, in high revere, and we respected them. And if we didn't respect them, well, we were going to have was a, consequence. a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah, right. So it, it was a, a fine line between... Um, fearing them and respecting them right yes yeah right. so i think today i mean you smack your child and now you have to worry about you know people looking at you and reporting you because you're 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 slapping your child you're trying to 
uh, reprimand them, especially in public, which is a no-no these days. Yeah, right? but it's it's you know, it's it's crazy. I was at uh, I was at a Sky Zone a long time ago, and I was sitting there on the bench, uh, and I'm I'm waiting because my daughter is she's playing with a friend, and they're jumping around, and I'm just sitting there in the waiting area, and I see this lady ha- having a bit of a. Uh, argument or whatever with her with her grandson or son maybe her grandson i don't know uh but he was little and as she was walking away he shoved her yeah and nothing happened no smack nothing no slap not even a yell nothing i'm like are you are you kidding me no i couldn't do that you know what's terrifying is i'm thinking to myself oh great you know what's what's he gonna grow up to be like if he's already pushing his mom around yeah and no repercussion right nothing yeah, uh, my mom uh, was, uh, well, my parents were, I, I don't want to say I grew up in a strict household, but there was, you definitely knew the line. I mean, I'm I'm in my 40s. I still don't cross that line. No, you, you, know? you would never, we would never dream of doing something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's because you knew, you know, there, there was, it was either uh, your mother took care of it or... Wait till your father comes home. Yeah, right? yeah, they would be both or both, right? I think it'd be both. I think <laughs> right. it'd be my mom first, and then when my dad came home, then I'd really be sorry. Part of that statement was lovers of money. You think people are uh, going after the the mighty dollar more now than ever, or you think just just another turn of events? A lot of cryptocurrency going on, a lot of you know, overnight millionaires being made. What do you think? People are in love with that, making that dollar. Yeah, I guess, but I don't know. Is it really different than as it's ever been? I think there's more opportunity now. Yeah, I would say there's, um, and I would say the the opportunity could could spark the desire more, knowing that there's possible ways to to generate more revenue. Sure. Uh, like you said, with the crypto, and just with other things, like say. Uh, content creation when people become youtubers or they they get on to channels like rumble anywhere where they're allowed where they're able to incentivize their their content and yeah i mean i guess that could that could really take over someone's life yeah i think it's uh it's a the way to make money today is a lot simpler than it used to be that traditional nine to five you know um you see people getting paid on YouTube to just walk around and do meaningless tasks throughout their day because <laughs> they know people will watch it. But it's yeah. a, it's it's a hard thing to just kind of encapsulate uh, because you have you have some people yes that are lovers of money and then I think you have the other side where you have people that that uh, they're just trying so hard to break out of their uh, their rut, you know because. Um, you know, it's 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 like it seems to me like gone are the days where you can just work your nine to five and live comfortably. Yeah, I agree. You know, when I was when I was growing up, um, my mom was able to stay home when my dad had a a job at a machine shop working basically nine to five, and he made enough where he was able to pay the bills and buy groceries, and uh, mom could stay home with us, and you know take care of the household, take care of us and, you know, make dinner and, you know, try finding that now. So for people that, that don't have any, um, 
special uh, skills or advanced education, they feel like, well, this is my, my only chance to break out of this. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think the days of the single, the single, uh, the single person in a relationship or in a marriage making the money are, is gone by the wayside. That's very limited now. There's yeah. always a two-person income just to survive. And I personally, you know, you know what? I, I get so tired of trying to make money. I personally hate money anymore. Yeah. I hate the fact that that every time I do some kind of an endeavor, money has to somehow be involved because you need money in order to to justify your endeavor. You know, take for example like a podcast or a YouTube channel and say you're investing in cameras and audio gear and now you're like, well, I really like this hobby, but I need to make money from this so that I can pay for this. Yeah. And and it just, you know, when things become about money, it just chokes the joy out of it. And I've experienced that with my own projects. Um, and when I started backing away from the drive to generate money, I, I started to return back to the passion I had originally when first getting into creating it in the first place. Right. That could go, you know, I hear some, uh, you know, professional athletes, you see when they're not making the multi, multi million dollar huge deals and they're, they're more, they're hungry and they're performing better, you know, and they're going after it because they don't have it yet. And then once they make it and then they have this huge payday, sometimes they dial it back a little bit and they're yeah. not as, they're not playing as good anymore, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and it's sad because, you know, it's like, I, I think sometimes people forget why they started in the first place. And I know I put videos out about that with my uh, YouTube channel, with Glitz and Glam TV Productions, with United Content Creators. I put out content about that, like, you know, about forgetting why you started. Why are you doing this? And what's the shame or what's the what's the problem with doing something just because you love doing it? Well, there's no money in it. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but I think that's, I think we need to, like, I, I don't think everything should be money-based. Well, I, I'm on board, so if you pass that, <laughs> I, I'm with you. You know? What about, you know, uh, abusive? We've seen, I, I'll tell you what, I mean, you hear of all the stories. Growing up, you didn't really hear those stories, you know, of, of uh, man man attacking woman woman attacking man it was frowned upon way more than i would say now you didn't you don't it's not as publicly um it's not talked about as much do you but, think it's it's more frequent now or do you think it's just that the information is more readily available I, I i think it's more readily available to be honest i think it's been going on for you know, a long time, but it just seems like you hear about it so much more these days. It's like with the the child sex trafficking. I mean, they're saying that that's been going on for so many years. We just had no idea. Right. Uh, with the, you know, I'm sure you've heard what's going on with the Epstein uh, case, and and he's been, I mean, he he's been a billionaire for like forever. Right. I mean, we're dating back to like the 90s. Right. So how long has all of this been going on? But, you know, I think back to my childhood and you really didn't know much. You didn't know much what was going on outside of your town and community. Right. You right. know, because you, you had you had the newspaper. Right. That was it. You, you didn't have the Internet. Yeah. You didn't have you didn't have Facebook. You didn't have uh, 
You just had your news, your television news in your newspaper. Right. And it's funny because on my other pod, we talked about, you know, how funny it is that you're not hearing all the details about this huge sex trafficker and you're not, it's not, um, a lot of the information's not being given out to us, except, you know, people like the, the Canadian truckers were getting, the people that donated to that are getting investigated and the people, the, the poor my pillow guy can't sell pillows, yeah. you know, because his, his, uh, his beliefs, <laughs> you know, it's an well, attack. You know, it seems like there's a lot going on all at once, and I really don't think it's a, I don't think it's a mistake. I don't think so either. I think I it's think, all connected. I think they, um, <clears throat> they don't want people to know. They don't. They don't want people to ask questions uh, because uh, they're trying to actively cover this stuff up. <laughs> I agree. It's scary. Yeah. You know, in my pod, we're going through, um, you know, signs of the end times. And it's you know, very interesting to hear people's take on what they think. Um, you know, if you believe, you know, that Christ is coming back to rapture the church, you know, we get into a lot of discussions about how the world's going to explain two people standing in a field and one vanishes and the other stays. And all of a sudden, this mass amount of people instantly vanish. You know, what are they going to say? How they explain it? Are they going to say, I mean, some of the topics are the aliens are coming for some people. Some are, oh, what if it's a solar flare that's released from the sun and it vaporizes certain people? Uh, it's really interesting to hear all the theories. Well, I don't, I, I used to believe in the pre-trib rapture years ago. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I didn't, and I was very dead set on it. I did not want to be convinced otherwise until I had no choice but to, to not believe it anymore. And it had to do with uh, someone pointed this out to me. I think the scripture is in um, Corinthians, mm-hmm. or is it Thessalonians, where it goes at the at the last trump in the twinkling of an eye, will be gathered up in the clouds. Right. And the 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 key the very the key word there is at the very beginning of that scripture. It says at the last trump. And now if you go fast forward all the way to the book of Revelation, it talks about the seven trumps. And uh, assuming, uh, I'm, I'm thinking they're all, in, they're all in chronological order, you would have to wait till the very last trump in order for us to basically be gathered up in a twinkling of an eye. There is so much uh, theology about when that event takes place i know there's so many so there's so many debates on that and it goes back and forth and it's really deep discussion um and you know believe it or not i'm going to touch upon that in one of the episodes coming up and you and i uh we can spend hours (laughs) talking about that because it's not just that it's they've been debating it for years i just i gave up on debating it just for the simple fact that i really didn't think it was that crucial of a yeah, debate right. because the way i see it is i guess we'll find out when it happens right <laughs> well you know that debate sparks other debates like one says the dead in christ uh rise well that leads to so where are those people now and that leads to is there a purgatory and that leads when you die are you with christ or are you not are you sleeping until the trump sounds there's a ton of discussion yeah that goes along with that um the so, most i think the most bizarre is going to be judgment day yeah because uh 
it says that God will judge the living and the dead. Yeah. So I'm assuming that is probably going to be what the great resurrection, where you're going to see everybody. Everybody's going to be there. The people that have died and the people that are still living on Earth. There, there's so much that I mean. We get into debates. I won't say debates. I'll say discussions, uh, because it's really, really interesting. I and mean, you talk about some people talk about, um, you know, what they consider a sin and what they don't consider a sin, and is this a sin if I am I'm okay with it? And I, <laughs> and I think God will excuse me because of this. Um, is it like know, the old saying? If you have to ask, it's probably that's probably not good for you. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that leads to other discussion. Like, hey, did God create sin? Or did God create, you know, and, you know, when initially when you hear certain topics brought up uh, that are sensitive, you don't want to get involved. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the more the more you hear and the more you think about it, um, you know, it's it, it leads you down a path. And, and we're down a path now where the signs of, you know, even if you didn't believe in, in the Bible talks about, you know, if you don't believe in God or, or a, a higher being, being, he's not going to excuse that because if you just look at nature and, and the structure and everything like that, how can you say there's no God? You know what I mean? Um, but it leads us down a path where, okay, the chessboard, and I say this all the time, the chessboard is lined up and the certain key pieces are moving the direction and does this book line up with what was said about thousands of years ago and what was talked about and are we actually living in the last generation well i mean i don't know i mean it's it's definitely uh, what we're experiencing in these last years and this has been spanning across 20 plus years now um timothy the book of timothy describes a lot of that right. you know how people will will uh surround themselves or gather around preachers that are uh, preaching what their itching ears want to hear. Right. I believe that's in, in one of the Timothy books. Um, and people have been doing that for a long time now. Uh, they'll leave one church because they didn't like what the preacher had to say, and they go to a church where they, they preach the way they want them to preach, where they... whatever that was about. Right. Maybe it's a certain social topic or a social issue that they didn't like one preacher talking about, and they went elsewhere. But I don't, you know, I don't base my beliefs on what a preacher says because, as I've said many years ago, you know, your pastor, your preacher, your teacher, your mom, your dad, they're not going to be the ones holding the pearly gates open for you. They're so, not going to be standing next to you when you're questioned. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, if you, you want justification, if you have to ask, you know, you, you, there's a good... Not all the times. Some people ask really good questions, but sometimes I think people just want justification for what they're doing. And, and, yeah, and it's that that they're that what they're doing is okay. Right. And you know, it's all written in the book. You already know. Yeah. And you got the Ten Commandments. It can't be any clearer than that. Well, there's discussion about Ten Commandments also, and you know, Jesus said himself, "If you think about it, um, you're guilty just the same just by thinking about it." So. Um, but before we continue, I just want to say, because I wanted to, uh, to uh, uh, go um, add on to what you were saying earlier. So I don't, think, I don't think God is this mean, nasty judge that a lot of people think that he is in their minds. Because I think 
some people are, are so terrified, and no, then they should be terrified because I think it was uh, Peter that said we are to work out our salvation with uh, humbleness and, and trembling or something like that. But um, remember the book of, was it the book of Jonah? Or was, uh, is there a book? Uh, Jonah. When he was swallowed by the whale? Right. Yeah. But he, And you remember why is because he wanted. He was running from God. Yes, because he wanted he wanted God to to basically destroy them. Yeah. He's like, I'm not dealing with these people. Uh, you just need to destroy these people. And God said, I, I'm not going to destroy them. They don't know their right from their left. Yeah. So basically God was saying they don't know any better. So it's up to you to teach them. And and that taught us a lot about God, you know, and, which was fa- very fascinating because it was in the Old Testament. Because we don't really see the compassion of God as much as we do in the New Testament when Christ comes to earth. And then we see the other side of God, the compassionate side. But we did see it. We did see it in the Old Testament with Jonah because he said, look, I'm not I'm not going to destroy these people when they don't know any better. So to, to further to answer what your your statement earlier, so if someone were to die and they literally did not know any better, I don't think they would be cast into the fires of hell. And that you know what that that when I when I talked about that that is a subject where we can go, <laughs> that is way down the rabbit hole. Yes, we, we will get into that. Yes. Too. Oh my gosh, that's such a big. <laughs> that's such a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Controversial. It's but, a hot topic. But look, okay, don't take what I said and you know use that as a license because if you do know better, God knows you know better. Yeah. So don't go saying, you know, like a lot of us know, and especially in modern day culture, uh, when I say modern day culture, I mean most most of us in first world countries, we do know better. We're very well educated. Uh, we know a lot about a lot of things. Um, but there are some parts of the world that are, believe it or not, still closed off. And there's a possibility that they don't know. Anyways. And, that, and that's part of the Great Commission. Uh, and we'll get into that too, but it's funny that you mentioned Timothy uh, because that statement I read in the beginning is from Second Timothy chapter 3. Oh. And it says, but mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful pride, the, uh, the whole nine, right? Just what I read in the beginning. So... Uh, that was written how long ago? Thousands, right? Yeah. Thousands of years. So as we look around, um, and I'm sure every generation can say, oh, yeah, well, it's worse now than, it, you know, look at these young kids today. It's, <laughs> it's really bad. It's, atro- yeah. it's atrocious. It's, it's disgusting. Yeah. And, and I think as we get older, uh, looking at the younger generation coming up, you might say, you know, I wonder if this is what my parents thought when I was growing up. Look at these kids, you know. Um, but I, it's, it's, it's eye-opening to see everything that's written there. Uh, it's just like you said earlier, it's just like, you know, uh, I woke up and read the newspaper today. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And the scary thing I think is, is, you know, what kind of adults are these kids going to grow up to be? That's really, that's the real alarming part because if they're not being taught manners and they're not being taught how to conduct themselves as human beings what you know it's only going to get worse from there right how is it possibly going to get better well i don't think it's uh i don't think it's meant to get better we're we're at a 
we've tipped the scale, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I think, you know, and we're going to talk about a lot of end time stuff. Uh, and, and basically, um, I talk about that on my pod a lot and, and I'm, I'm providing an outline and we're going to go into a new, once the older outline is done, we'll get into a newer outline. And I, I think it'll be good to have you on for some more good discussion about that. Oh, yeah. I have a lot of thoughts that uh, I haven't talked about in a long time. Uh, I guess they could be considered controversial, but they're just, you know, some of my beliefs. Nice. Well, we'll get to them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for everybody that's been, uh, you know, writing in and commenting about the show. Uh, we do appreciate that. That's for sure. I do want to mention uh, uh, the Cure Children's Hospital Network again briefly, and that's on the website, uh, thetonguespeakslife.com. Um, Cure International, I, I want you to check it out for yourself. It, it's a, a great organization, and they have hospitals throughout you know, the Philippines and, and Africa. And, and take a look at, at what they're about, because it's very interesting. They're doing awesome work. Uh, and if you haven't had a chance to check it out and find out what's going on, uh, it's a, a, one of the most worthy causes I've seen to donate money to. Uh, so check that out. But in the meantime, thank you for joining us again. And uh, thank you, JB, for being here. Absolutely. Love to be here. And we will be back with another episode very shortly. So we'll see you then. <laughs>